Thanks for listening, everyone. Just another sports podcast. Greg Squatek, Josh Smith here with you as always. Uh, pleased to be rejoined once again by FNP City Editor Alan Etzler. And uh, gee, what are we going to talk about today, guys? I don't know. Do you have something on your mind? I hope a couple, th- <laughs> couple things. I mean, the Orioles are are four and one. So uh, break up the Orioles. So there's that. A uh, couple NBA stories I wanted to wanted to squeeze in, and not who's going to the NBA finals. So you get your, LeBron you get related. Uh, one's LeBron related, sort yeah. of LeBron Shocker. related. But uh, Russell Westbrook had a monster game uh, last night. For anyone that might uh, not know. And I wanted to touch on that. Uh, Conor McGregor had some interesting remarks, and I think there's zero chance that he'll stay retired for, for very long. And uh, we'll throw some people on the boat. Um, a lot, lots of stuff to discuss on this episode. But uh, Bryce Harper was uh, back in uh, D.C. last night. I, I was I was at the game, uh, an 8-2 win uh, for the Phillies. The Nationals did come back and win uh, the second game of the series uh, today. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as we speak to you on uh, Wednesday evening, uh, they won nine to eight. Um, but Bryce was back, and and he was he was booed. I mean, uh, he uh, and I wasn't surprised there were boos, but I was sort of surprised at the overall the the strength of the negative reaction uh, that, that there was. And you were there, right? Yeah. Um, Did you throw batteries at him, Greg? I, I, yeah, we we had seats actually in right field, like r- right down low in right field, so I could have, but 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 I didn't. So. I was just there for the experience. Not really a Nats fan, not really a Phillies fan. So I was just there to see what it was all about, and uh, it, it was it was interesting. I, I didn't think the reaction would be that negative to Bryce. Yeah, I saw your Instagram video, and I was surprised too. Oh, I, I truth be told, I did not watch it. I was I think on my way in here when that was all happening. You were doing work. I was on my <laughs> way to work, but um, so I watched your Instagram video. It was the only video I actually saw of it, and that was quite the uh, quite the 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 voice there by the. The crowd. I, I mean, I guess. I, and, and I, saw, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't quite understand w- what their problem is. Yeah. I, yeah. Your problem should be with ownership, who didn't exactly didn't want him enough to give him yeah. enough money. I, I didn't see any Harper Nationals T-shirts, jerseys. Like, hey, we appreciate you, Bryce, or anything like that. I saw a lot of Phillies Harper uh-huh. Harper jerseys and T-shirts, which I, I was surprised at the number of Phillies. Harper jerseys uh, that I saw. Did you even did you see any defaced Harper jerseys or no. people cut the name off or X'd it out? Or I, anything? I did not see that, but I was just surprised that all the Harper stuff I saw was Phillies related, no Nats Harper related stuff. And they, they did play. They go through the lineups before the game, and and when they got the Harper's spot in the order in the pregame introductions, they did play a short little thanks Bryce tribute video. I mean, it was pretty short, nothing flashy. Did people boo that? People were booing. Yes. People were booing during, during the, during the tribute video. So, so I was just surprised at how negative the the, the reaction was. Um, and I mean, I wanted, I wanted to see him hit a home run. I, 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 I would just love to have seen the reaction if he hit a home run and he did, but he didn't do it until the ninth inning. And most people had already left the stadium by then because it was a cold rainy night and we weren't interested in, Hanging out, and that was any, a, for a hell of a bat flip. That was a, awesome. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I I, I love the bat flip. I love that he did homer. He he did double and single while we were there and, and got a big negative reaction. It's like, but what was what was the reaction like when Scherzer struck him out early? It, 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 was, it was lots of cheers and stuff. The, the crowd was the crowd wasn't quite what it could have been just because of the. Uh, crappiness of the of, of the weather. It was raining. The yeah, start. It, it was a delay. It, there was a, about a. 45-minute delay uh, to the start of the game. Um, cold night, damp night. So so the crowd could have been big, but Scherzer got a big uh, big cheer when he, when he struck him out. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Nationals don't look uh, that great so far. Uh, this is supposed to be their best team ever with their pitching staff and w- w- with their young lineup. So um, I, they, it's they have gonna, the Josh Smith jinx. Yeah, right. That's right. It's going to be interesting to, to see how it all continues to play out between – these two teams and and Bryce and his former team in particular. Yeah, I think they play almost twenty times yeah, this year. Yeah, I, I I don't know how much how the how the fans can keep it up. Um, maybe they got it out of their system, and we won't see it quite as uh, loud the next twenty times they play or nineteen times they play or whatever. Uh, I don't know. 
there, there was a huge Phillies Harper cheering section in center field that Harper acknowledged a couple of because he, he had a couple of hits, mm-hmm. and then he hit a home run right over. I, I, <laughs> it was almost funny because he hit a home, the home run he hit. He hit them over he hit into the second deck in uh, right center in Nats Park. He hit it all over all his fans that, that were out in the yes. bleachers. So if anyone was deserving of a Bryce Harper home run ball, it was those fans. But he hit it over them, so so it was sort sort of funny how it played out. He's kind of on a tear, isn't he, to start the season? Yeah, I mean, he was uh, three for five uh, with with a double. He did strike out his first two times uh, last night against the Nats, but uh, three for five, a double, a home run and a single, uh, several RBIs last night. Today, he was walked three times, including twice intentionally in in, in, in uh, the series finale uh, Wednesday afternoon. He did have a pair of singles, and he scored a run. So, And the Nats did pull that game out for their second win of the season. It was the Phillies' first loss. So Didn't Trey Turner get hurt last night? He broke his finger. He was trying to bunt. and I Wow, I, wait a minute. There's bunting in the major leagues? Yeah. That's permitted? Most of the players don't know how to do it. Yeah. It's a shocker right there. He, he, he was trying to bunt, and I, I think the ball hit, hit the finger that was on the – hit his index finger that was on the bat. And it, it was kind of hard to see what happened because he, he wasn't he wasn't awarded first base for being hit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so it was sort of confusing what was going on, but, but he, yeah, he came out of the game and then they, they replaced him with Wilmer Defoe who batted, who had to continue the at bat for him because Turner wasn't awarded first base for being hit. So I want to talk about bunting, Go ahead. <laughs> especially with what I saw the other day on Twitter. It was a, it was a shot of, I think it was the Reds. Play de- playing defense, and they had four outfielders. And I think this was done, I think, in the spring training game against Bryce Harbor. They put four people in the outfield. I don't even remember who the batter was, but I saw this photo. There are four outfielders. Um, the whole entire left side of the infield was empty. <laughs> Why in the hell would you not bunt? Because no one knows how to do it. I mean, if you're going to do that to me as a batter – I'm going to work my ass off and become a really good bunter, and I'm going to bunt and get on base every damn time you do it to me. So you stop doing it. I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't understand why we're not seeing more of that. It's almost like a, like they, they think, it's, think it's cowardly or it's something. It's the easiest, outside of learning to hit the ball the other way, it's the easiest counter to a shift. Exactly. Yeah, everyone, I mean, I get that it's Everyone's like, crying about the shift, but there's ways. Yeah. To, like, do better. <laughs> right. Like, there, there's ways to get around the shift. Alan, I'll ask you because you're more of a baseball player than either of us. Is it Has it become that much harder to bunt because of the movement of the ball and the vo- higher velocity and the late action that the ball has? Yeah, there's probably something to that, but ultimately bunting is nothing more than catching a ball with, with your, your bat. With your bat. So, so you don't you, need exactly if you can catch the ball, right. you can bunt. And most of these pitchers are keeping it down anyways, which is good for bunting. You want to keep it down because you want it on the ground. You right. want to pop it up, right? Um, so to me, I I just I'm very confused by the amount of bunting we don't see yeah. in the game today. Like I remember in high school, there was a game my coach had me bunt literally all four of my at bats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're putting pressure on the defense. Right. Number one, of course. My point is there is no defense there. Right. You know that's why you need to put the ball there. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's not sexy to bunt. Like you, right. you know, you're not hitting home runs. It's what everybody yeah. wants just, today. Just, but just, I want to win. Just hit it. To, just, just hit it to where guys aren't. I mean, right. I, I guess it's tougher than than. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it sounds, but but yeah, why not bunt when everyone's shifted over to the other side of the field and stuff like that? <laughs> and you can you can tell that nobody works on it and that nobody really cares about it or, or wants to get good at it just by the way people square around and hold the bat. You right. see their hand all the way up the barrel like, of the bat. Yeah, where they're like grasping yeah. it with their whole hand. <laughs> right, it's like they still have that regular grip yeah. on it. They just move their hand up. It's it's bad. Was Trey Turner trying to get on base or was he trying to sacrifice someone? He was trying to get on base. Okay, I, I well, that's think. good. See, and that's another reason why I love Trey Turner because of the kind of player he right. is. Well, what's the big complaint in baseball today? The ball is not in play enough. That's that's one of the big yeah. problems baseball is trying to solve. Well, bunting would put that's, we'll, a, we'll, that's we'll, a good point. We would we'll, we'll put the ball in yeah. play. And it's so. it's like it is hard to defend against the bunt, even if you're yeah. in position. That is a tough play yeah. to make for every position. It Pitcher, is. third base, first base. It's a little easier for a catcher, but it's still it's difficult to to judge and who should who should field the ball. Uh, so I. I don't understand. Great point. Yeah. All right. Uh, given that the season's only a week old and, and we're going to be doing this till the end of September, what, what, what's your take on the Orioles' uh, start to the season? Oh, yeah. Um, 
I don't know. You can tell by my reaction. I, I, it's almost like, oh yeah, that, that's right. They've won four games out of five. That, that's great. But I'm, you know, I'm not putting in a lot of stock in it. Uh, it's fun to see. I don't know how good Toronto is. I, I'm, I'm not really sold that they're going to be very good at all. Um, so it's hard to take away a whole lot from what they just did in Toronto. But they did do it on the road, and just, I don't know. You can just sort of, t- you can just sort of get the vibe a little bit of, of the team, and it's a good vibe. These guys are. Um, they all believe in, in, in what Hyde is, is telling them uh, and the way that they're going to play. They're aggressive. Um, he's, I mean, he's a younger guy. I think he's got a, you know, a, a mindset that a lot of these players can relate to, so they want to play for him. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I, you know, they're still going to be a bad team overall my, just because their pitching is bad. But My favorite thing about all of this is they're sitting at 4-1, and one. And Chris Davis's batting average is zero. Yeah, don't steal this. Yeah, I was gonna. I, I'm gonna talk about Davis, but we'll, you're exactly we'll, right. We'll, we'll get back to Chris Davis later in later in the yeah, episode. Yeah, let but. me. Well, yeah, uh, we can talk about him a little bit here. I, I was happy. Another thing about the Orioles and what they've done so far is I was really happy to see that they benched him. They did not play him for I think it was um, two two games in a row. Um, and it was probably probably largely based on the matchups, but uh, let's see a little more of that. I, I would like to see, and I think I texted Greg, or uh, I may have told Greg, I think he's going to play in, I would love to see him play in less than 100 games because they just, they're just they just a better team w- without him, honestly. with You put Mancini at first, which is what his natural position is, and you get another one of the better, one of their outfielders off the bench and, 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 on, and in the game, and their outfielders are some of their better players. So, Do you think he could be used in like a – pinch hitter situation just like catch lightning in a bottle maybe no. like would you, you just wouldn't use him at all i well they're gonna they have to they're, they're they feel obligated to i think to play him a, a decent amount but i don't know i've watched him enough over these last couple of years and i don't think he's gonna be ever gonna be better he's not ever gonna be a threat uh maybe he could you know obviously if he just he's such a powerful guy if he got a got a hold of a ball but he's not even making contact he's not yeah. even putting the ball in play like it's almost i think i i cheered the other day when i heard he he grounded out he had an rbi ground out and i was like wow <laughs> he hit the ball productivity See, he should, he's a productive he, at bat he's a guy that should be bunting just bunt get on base and get some right. get some confidence i think it's a confidence a confidence issue as much as anything with him i like think it's got, really he's got zero confidence that's a pro- that anything. is part of the problem but i think he just has mechanical issues that he can't fix I yeah. think his swing is just a flawed swing. I, I'm not an expert, but that's just what I've. Well, how did he hit 50 home runs in a season twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a really good. It's question. one of the. It's. I think it's one of those instances where it's like quicksand. Like the harder you fight to get out of it, the deeper you get. And you know, as somebody who went through a lot of slumps because I wasn't a particularly good hitter, like it 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 starts mental and then it becomes mechanical because you're trying this little fix. You're trying, okay, maybe I'll widen my stance. Maybe right. I'll shorten and up. And it's not fluid at all. Right. And then you're not, then, you know, 10 games down the road or whatever, you're not even the same player anymore. And that can, that can really destroy somebody. And I, I think there's something to both mental and, and yeah. mechanical for him yeah, that agree. it's, it's just totally destroyed him as a, as a player. Like it's, I mean, you guys, I think read the sports illustrated story last year. Like it's entered into like his, his everyday life, uh, type of thing that is, sure. it's, it's very, very difficult for him to and, get through. You know, and again, that game is you, you fail, you know, seven times out of 10, you're good. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's a tough game to find success in anyway. You, you mentioned new Orioles manager, Brandon Hyde, who has already faced his first major decision of the season. Uh, David Hess yeah. had a no hitter through, uh, through six and a third the other night. And he was, taken out of the game i don't even think he was at 90 pitches yet so yeah they said it was i think it was 82 yeah mm-hmm. uh, this is the this is the orioles now this is analytics everything's right. data driven you had a problem with this right yeah i mean you just don't take a guy out of the game with a no hitter i mean at least that that that's my that's my thinking well, I, why why change why change what's working i mean and, and the guy wasn't at 90 pitches i know i know they're trying to keep these guys on strict counts but but I don't even know why. I think that's leading to more injuries and issues. Like these guys that are being babied, sort of like pitchers back in the day threw 200 plus innings in a season. Like, 
strength and nutrition that's only gotten better like science like how to take have these guys take care of their arms everything's improved since the days the guys were throwing 200 plus innings in a season so so why yeah. are they why are they why are they being babied and why are, why is every why are they being treated with such kit gloves oh, i get what you're uh, saying as a matter of fact so but but they weren't throwing the ball 95 97 not, miles no. an hour every time they pitched it either or not every time but you know no and, and the pitches have evolved and there's more torque on the arm sure. and, and all that I, I i acknowledge all that but well but let the guy ride out the no hitter i mean they, they, at they, least they, that they, inning right they, they almost yeah yeah he didn't even finish the inning um they, they almost blew the game with, with with their bullpen i mean they they were 90 feet away from from losing the lead so um yeah if, if a guy has a no hitter going and he's a major league pitcher um He's not a high school kid that you could really screw up his arm. Then let him let him keep going. Did it uh, uh, did it do anything for you that Hess was fine with it? Um. Well, I mean, what's he going to say? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't. He didn't even show any. He didn't show anything. Any outward yeah. emotion. Um. And then he and everything he said about it was just like, look, he's my manager. He's got my best interest at heart. You know, I just pitched the other day. Blah blah blah. Yeah, I, I think these guys have been well programmed to think that. Hey, Austin Hayes, he's a minor leaguer to start. We're not going to rush yeah. him. Brandon Klein, we're not going to rush. We're not, we're not going to rush these guys. I, I think all these guys are been programmed in for the long haul yeah. here. So, um, and it's about the team and, and development. So, um, yep. I, I don't think he was going to say anything inflammatory there. Just already in his first start of the season, he's already complaining <laughs> about being taken out of a game. What the hell? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, so what the hell, Skip? Yeah, I mean, give him some truth serum, and I would be curious to see if he if he yeah. was cool with being taken out, taken out of that game. So, uh, I wanted to switch gears uh, to the NBA. Uh, Russell Westbrook in in a game against the Lakers last night had twenty points, twenty rebounds, and twenty one assists. I, I didn't even know that. That's that is insane. He's the second player ever to do it. Will Chamberlain did it in 1968. The only other player to to have that sort of stat line. So 51 again, years, again, 51 people, years ago. Let's appreciate Will Chamberlain. Let's you know, like he's the only other person that ever could have ever done something like that. Yeah, and I mean, it hasn't Will, been done again Will, since. Everyone until thinks now. like points and assists because he was so big, but right. yeah, I mean, 21, uh, 20 plus assists for Will Chamberlain. That's that, that's, that's saying great. something too. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Westbrook isn't having the triple double season that he had a couple of years ago i mean paul george has had a great year the thunder have been struggling recently i mean they're they're on the verge of they're not going to miss the playoffs but now they're they could face the warriors in in, in the first round which the, which they obviously don't want to do i'm watching that series but Jeez. um but yeah just an, just an amazing performance he dedicated it afterwards to uh to nipsey hustle uh the ra- the rapper that was just murdered in los angeles right. apparently apparently that murder is really rocked the sports world because a lot of players i've heard reference that since it's happened and a lot of players have said they were sort of shaken up by it so um i'm not very familiar with nipsey hustle but apparently the number 20 20 20 i don't know if it's one uh, of his yeah it's brian, uh, brian speak on that it's so 20 plus 20 plus 20 equals 60 nipsey hustle was part of the gang rolling 60s okay and and, um, and Westbrook, the the even more amazing thing about it, he basically called his shot before the game. He said, "I'm going for 20, 20, oh, I 20, love it. 20, 20, 20 tonight," and he did it. <laughs> did you see so. the other night? Did you see last week? I think it was Devin Booker. Uh, the night after he scored fifty, he hit a couple of shots, and he like he like looked over at somebody's courtside. He's like, "I'm scoring 50. You could see him say it, and he did. He scored fifty. It was against the Wizards. Right. I love that kind of stuff. So yeah. do I. I mean, I know. So, so do I. I know he doesn't get like he's kind of a ball hog, and they're not very good. Who but cares? That's awesome. Score a hundred. Well, <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah. And anytime you could call your shot and then back it up. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, it's great. I'm, I mean, that, that's what gets people interested yeah. in sports and stuff like uh, that. You know, so. as bad as it was, it, it, the defense that they were playing on Kobe in his last game was, you know, it was what it was. But that was an awesome thing to see. Like Kobe just just saying, you know what? I'm. They're gonna. My teammates are gonna let me shoot every possession. I'm doing it. <laughs> Yeah, in his in his final game, yeah, yeah, he went at guns of blade. He had like sixty something so points, awesome. sixty something <laughs> points in his final game, and no one had a problem with it yeah. just because it was his final game. So, um, the other NBA issue I wanted to touch on uh, has to do with the Lakers, not so much LeBron, but um, but apparently the Juwan Howard, who just recently retired, not 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 <laughs> that long ago. What? What? 
Juwan Howard was he? They, they, they Juwan Howard him? is the front runner to be their new head coach. Oh, they haven't even re- replacing. They Luke haven't Walton, fired their. So. They have a coach. One, have right. <laughs> no, but but everyone everyone's just assuming that Luke Walton is gone. Should he be? Is it, is it? I think a fair and a good question. I think I've but, answered. Uh, yeah. I, I I'm on the side that he should absolutely not be fired. But wasn't Juwan Howard on the Heat? When LeBron was there, yeah, he okay. was. still so that, on the Heat, yeah, yeah. Uh, not Ju- playing, but right. Juwan, I think his last year at Michigan was I think ninety four, ninety five, and he literally just retired from the NBA. So right, he had about twenty plus seasons uh, in, in the NBA. Imagine so. how much money that guy has. I don't know. We've never we we, we could look it up on Basketball Reference. We've probably looked it up in, at some point in the office here because we've we've talked about him frequently. Right, but but Juwan Howard is is apparently the betting favorite to be the new Lakers head coach, the number two favorite, and this is what I found interesting. About it is Tyron Lue. I did. I did see that. I did see that. This so, just needs to end. The right. coach needs to be LeBron James. Right. I, I've said this time and again. I mean, he just a, needs to be the coach. Uh, Tyron Lue, uh, you're completely catering to LeBron by bringing in Tyron Lue. Why not sign Kevin Love and and, and, and reform the right. Kyrie's reform, coming back re- already. Re- right? Reform, who, reform who the Cleveland be? Cavaliers in Los Angeles. So we we know we know like LeBron's buddies. Could be like the or, or like the front runners, but like who would be the most anti-LeBron coach you could bring in and like say LeBron, you're not in power. David Blatt, they would they'd bring him back. <laughs> no, but like a good coach though. Like yeah. David Blatt wasn't a good coach. Well, well, he, could he play with Phil? Uh, I think so. I think he could. Phil doesn't. Phil didn't even coach. Yeah. Phil just like he well he taught them the triangle Zen, and then he would just man. sit there. Tom yeah. Thibodeau, everybody <laughs> imagine that him. guy. Yeah, no, yeah, that would be a fun one yeah, because he's known for like running players into the ground and yeah. LeBron, who's like in his mid thirties, dealing screaming with screaming at him on the sideline, dealing with injuries. Now that um, would be yeah. fun. Yes, yeah. that's that would be a good one. Yeah, David Blatt did have the Cavs. I mean, maybe Tom Izzo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. screaming at him. <laughs> yeah, good good segue there because I, I wanted to I wanted to get into the tournament and, yeah. and Duke uh, fell to Tom Izzo's uh, Michigan Tommy. State Spartans. Yeah. So and 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 it's it's sort of interesting because you had Zion Williamson, this big star. Everyone, I mean, I'm sure the networks and the NCAA wanted Duke to advance as far as possible. I mean, let's because, be honest, we all wanted to see him right. play. But yeah, exactly. Everyone Keep wants playing. to see him play, and now you have a Final Four with Virginia and Texas Tech and uh, Auburn and. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, and Michigan State. State, and no one could name anyone Ca- on Cassius, any of those teams. Cassius Winston, that's it. The only player is the all, the one All American, right? Kyle Guy, who had a great game for Virginia. That, that kid was fun to watch. Yeah. He is a fun player to watch. Right, but now it's a totally nondescript Final Four. Here yeah, because everyone hates Duke, but now that Duke's out, you have a no name Final Four. It's fun. I'm not, I'm not even sure how many people. Well, people are going to watch. Yeah. the Final Four, but I, I think that's great. I, you know. I like the idea of some new blood. I like, I, I love the idea of Virginia maybe getting it done after what they went through. Tony Bennett, this guy is just like, by all accounts, is like this fantastic guy, a terrific coach. His dad was a great coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, the team is, the team's not like some exciting, explosive team. They play, for God's sakes, they're a defensive oriented team. They hold teams, to, they hold opponents to like 55 points. I don't know what the average is, but. You know, it's not exactly the most eye-pleasing stuff, but just for a storyline of of redemption and um, just that would be a really nice story. And I got to root for that. Yeah, I don't know, Alan. You got anybody you're rooting for out of this four? Uh, I think you probably just talked me into being on board with All Virginia because right. I wasn't really on board with any of the teams. All right, I kind of like Texas Tech coming from yeah, kind of cool, nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but they were three seeds, so obviously I guess they didn't come yeah, from I nowhere. Mean, just they weren't on yeah. my radar. And who was that you know? kid that made that incredible block on the sideline? Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't know these guys' names, but I, you, I don't know three guys right. left in the tournament. Just a couple of there were a couple of incredible athletes on that Texas Tech team, and that was a that was a fun team to watch too. So I'll I think I'll be pulling for um for for Virginia, but if Texas Texas Tech they don't play each other. What are the matchups? Uh, Michigan State, Texas Tech, okay. Virginia, and Auburn. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm rooting for and, Texas. And, Tech and Auburn's and, a good story Virginia. too because they've never been in the Final yeah. Four before. They they lost one of their better players. Yeah. right before the their Elite Eight game against Kentucky and and uh, and 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 they came through still and and they were SEC tournament champs. So that Auburn's had a uh, had a great year and, and they deserve to be oh i think all four teams are very deserving of, of where they are it's just it's a no-name final four because zion sort of swallowed the entire college basketball season all year by, really? by, by himself yeah. yeah and and the duke team was pretty it's it's a pretty flawed team i mean they, they don't shoot well yeah great athletes guys that will get drafted 
uh, high in the NBA draft. But yeah, I, I saw a stat that was mesmerizing to me. Um, they lost three games in which Zion Williamson played. In the last minute of all three of those games, Zion Williamson had one shot. R.J. Barrett, one shot combined in all three games. R.J. Barrett was 0 for 10 in the last three in the last minute of those three games. And he missed a free throw that could have tied the game mm-hmm. on that, Sunday. That is mind-boggling to me that you would not give Zion Williamson the ball. I was watching a minute left as I'm watching it, and the time is running down. I'm he's on the perimeter passing it. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Like, put him put, on the block, put him on the and block, and dump the ball to him. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I mean, come on, Coach K, I'm outsmarting you here. I think Coach K lost the coach part like a decade ago. Yeah, well, like he's, ooh, kind of, wow. he's kind of stopped coaching. Yeah, there's a fantastic tweet that I saw this week. Hang on, let me uh, find it about about Duke and R.J. Barrett. Uh, everyone in America would take Zion first except R.J. Barrett, who would select R.J. Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, good. I mean, R.J., he, he saved him with the with the putback, the rebound and the putback against Central Florida. But And he's a, he's a great player. He'll be a high draft pick. But, yeah, Zion, you want the ball in uh, his hands Yeah, um, well, you know at, what's, at, at the end of the game. What, what keeps striking me in these tournaments every year, and I think even, again, I said this to Greg or I texted it to Greg, is just how incredible these guys are. The skills that they have hitting some of these shots these deep three-pointers the passes that they're making uh and they're kids and he, you know i think the same thing too when i watch the um bowl games like the championship bowl games and the quarterbacks and what they're able to do at age 20 i mean it's, it's just it's pretty cool the way athletics is developed and how all these kids are uh you know tech taking advantage of the technology and the coaching advancements and all this stuff they're the better they're better athletes than than ever at this age you know yeah the one and done era is ending uh in in, in a couple of years and a lot of people were saying that this was mike krzyzewski's maybe last great chance to 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 win a national title with this with this collection of talent and he and he didn't get it done so it might be one of the losses that he regrets the most just because he had this stacked team and, and and they didn't even get to the final four i mean they've lost heartbreakers in the elite eight the last two years so the one and done really hasn't been that successful i mean you had kentucky win in 12 duke won it in uh in uh in 15 with uh, jaleel okafor and and um and uh tyus uh tyus jones the brother whose brother is on this current uh, yeah duke team so well carmelo won it way back right, right yeah. when it was instituted i think right well, right he, he was but he was like a singular player jerry mcnamara yeah two freshmen that helped yeah. syracuse win the but the one it, it wasn't known as one and done back then right it wasn't just this wave of kids uh plus i think you could also go straight to the nba i think you could go straight to the NBA. I don't um, think out so. Out of high school now? No, I think that was the year after LeBron came out, and I think that's when they wasn't reinstituted. Car- wasn't Carmelo in the same draft as He was. Wade, 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 LeBron, and Carmelo were in the same draft. Yeah, I guess so. you're right. So. Yeah, so it would have. Is that right? I yeah. thought I thought Carmelo was drafted the year after LeBron. No, they were in the same draft <laughs> okay. class. So. Um, All right. Well, so, then so, I'm wrong. Yeah. So I think I think you had the option to yeah. go straight to the NBA when when Car- Carmelo chose to go to college and right. won a national title at Syracuse. So, this, um, uh, the, what are your impressions of Cassius Winston? He's uh, it's pretty cool when you got a guy like him who's really not this super duper athlete like Zion, and is clearly just like sort of a stable veteran leader who's like the best player on their team and and, and yeah the teams that have won national championships in college basketball in recent years have been older teams guys that have played for three or four years in college yeah and then that's why you haven't seen the one and done work is because just the chemistry is not there i mean these guys don't gel like these guys that have been that aren't as talented but have been playing together for for three or four years so yeah it's a great story mike krzyzewski i think said after the game he was the best guard they had faced all season long yeah he's he makes some incredible passes and uh what i was saying about his leadership is you remember that storyline i don't think we talked about it we talked about last week when izzo was it was everybody was going crazy because he yelled at that kid so uh so bad on television um but this, yeah, the Henry kid who's one of the yeah. best, best players. But when all that was going down, apparently, like he was so riled up, uh, this kid Cassius Winston went to him and, and settled Izzo down. And he went to Izzo and he was like, "Coach, tell me what you want me to 
to communicate to him and I'll tell him because right. he clearly saw that Izzet was like getting out of control, which is crazy and stupid. Right. But yeah. you know, that could, tells you what kind of kid he is. I mean, he's going to, the, he's the one, he's settling his coach down. Yeah, he's the adult in the yeah. room right now. Yeah. Right. Uh, not a lot of NFL news uh, to talk about this week. I do want to throw someone from the NFL on the boat. So, okay. so, so we'll get to that. Um, I did want to talk about uh, Conor McGregor a little bit because he and, uh, Khabib, uh, not gonna not gonna work here much longer uh off um <laughs> not gonna work here much longer right uh, they've been going back and forth i guess khabib said he he's not he's not buying that mcgregor's retired yeah. I, I think we said last week on here that we're not buying that mcgregor's done he has all these things to promote the best way to do that is by doing what he does yeah. best and that and that's fight right and mcgregor's fired back at him so i, I just see no chance that and he's insulted his wife, and he's deleted a tweet about his <laughs> wife. And I just there's, – there's no chance this guy is going to stay retired. Like, it, it's not in him to not be a cage fighter. Alan, there, I don't think. Yeah, what's your take on that? On that? Uh, well, I mean, he's done this before, right? Uh, he did it right before the second, second Nate Diaz fight. Yeah. Um, and what happened? He got that fight. It was the biggest fight in history. It was like one of the only main events with no belt in UFC history. To me, him retiring often is, 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 good. A, negati- is a negotiation tactic. Absolutely. Uh, but I do wonder if Dana is like set on not giving in, mm-hmm. and so maybe he actually is done. But I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're right. I think um, that this just is a negotiating ploy for him. He knows that the longer he stays away as long as it's not too long the more anticipation so he'll come back and the the payday will be even bigger you know the the pay-per-view money will go up and up and up so but does anyone want to see him fight i'm kind of done with seeing him fight thank you i I, I, he's he's got to win like he hasn't won a lot recently he lost to floyd mayweather like he's been making a ton of money but he hasn't been winning and, and you yeah. have to if you're going to talk as much as he does you have to win to back it up and who's he going to fight like who's the do we want to see him against diaz i would like to see him against nate diaz again i would I, like to see that i get i mean i i just don't really want to see him fight I understand. like he's just I, I could give i could i could be fine i would be fine if i didn't see him fight again it's just it's a boxing match yeah. in a ring in an octagon mm-hmm. usually i mean it, he He's not that compelling to me anymore. He's not necessarily I, a mixed martial artist, and right? It's, and he's lost, in a lot of ways, in my opinion, lost the authenticity that made Conor McGregor yeah. mi- mythic Mac. Yeah. Like, he was a super compelling guy when he was calling fights and, and, like, really getting into the analytics of the fight and not just insulting people's wives. Yeah. He the, he lost me um, during the whole Mayweather preamble because of all of those just kooky antics and the nonsense that he was saying. And, you know, obviously that sells and that sold a lot and that gained a lot of attention. But he just came off to me like a bumbling idiot. He just, you know, and he's, he is a bright guy. We know right. he's a bright and it guy. Didn't, it didn't even seem yeah. real. Like he, it didn't yeah. seem authentic. He, it just he felt was, like he was doing it. It was an show. act. Yeah. It was an act and it was crass and it was out of line. And I got really tired of that like immediately. And, I, I could. I don't care if I never see him fight again. Honestly, yeah. it sounds like Conor McGregor is a perfect candidate for the boat because all of us want to see him he's, just go away and, and, and never come back. But but last week we already threw him on the boat, so so we don't have to throw him on the boat again. Maybe maybe toss him to the sharks. Uh, throw throw him <laughs> overboard and and, and toss see him if to he sharks. can fight off so, some sharks. Yeah. Speaking of the boat, uh, who are we throwing on uh, this week? Yeah, I uh, I did have one one candidate, and that's Chris Davis. I it's and you Alan you brought it up he his batting average is zero and I think he's like oh for 30 or something like that I I can't believe I haven't thrown him on there already so it's high time that he goes on by crush I, I have two go ahead um first one is Nate Silver not exactly sports related but he gets involved in sports conversations 538 writes a lot about sports he posted a tweet today or yesterday uh saying something along the lines of it's cute that Washington DC fans actually care about sports now (laughs) because they were booing Bryce Harper. And I'm just really irritated by the notion that to show that you care about sports, you have to be a jerk. (laughs) Like you have to be 
like yeah. rude to opposing fan bases. Yeah. He posted a tweet. He followed that tweet up with something along the lines of like he went to a Caps Rangers game and was supporting the Rangers and nobody even batted an eye. Right. Yeah, that's how sports are supposed to work. You're supposed to be able to go to the game, root for your team, and go home without yep. being assaulted. Yeah. Or verbally berated. So, so that that guy is going on the bus. I can't nice. stand him, and he needs to the boat. go back to yes, the boat. Sorry, I always say the bus. Sorry, he needs we, to go back we to could calling. Add a bus. The, the boat is getting so crowded yeah. that we might have to get a bus. <laughs> well, there uh, is a bus that takes right. these people to the boat. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah. Nate Silver needs to go back to calling elections incorrectly. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then the entire Dolan family who run the Cleveland Indians are also going on the boat because <laughs> the Cleveland Indians right now have perhaps what might be the best rotation starting rotation in baseball that I've ever seen. And one of the worst lineups. They're going to have five guys strike out 200 hitters and they're not going to make the playoffs. Oh my no, 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 their, their division's so bad. They'll, they'll get I don't in, know. The so. twins are very good. The twins the twins are better, but, but the Indians, I think are, if they, they could win enough low scoring games, this think, lineup that they put out yeah, the bad. first couple weeks it's, is it, horrid. As, as an Indians fan, it's bad. Oh my gosh. I can't believe they're going to waste. And, the, and they're going to let, you know, Francisco Lindor walk and Jose all these Ramirez, uh, Jose yeah. Ramirez is going to end up not getting paid. I can't believe they're going to let a team like this with this core, this rotation, just yeah, they were talk- wither away. They were talking about trading Kluber and Bauer to maybe the Padres or a team that just is maybe a couple of pitchers away well, from, I, from being well, a contender. Well, I have to ask, what, why? What are they? What are they doing? Why are they? Why would they trade them? Because because their lineup is so horrible. No, but why have they done yeah. this? Why the, aren't they spending money? I don't the get Dolan it. family refuses to. Yeah, they're, they're, I think there's another cheap. I think there's another team that we won't mention that is uh, owned by some people who have that same mentality <laughs> in the National League, but we won't mention them. Yeah, uh, I have I have I have a few people to throw on the boat. Have we thrown Levar Ball? I think we've th- already thrown uh, Le- Levar Ball said, on the boat. Yeah, Levar was a, was a charter member, I think. Was he? Yeah, because the, because now Lonzo Ball is like breaking up with the, with the big baller brand because apparently one of the partners is he's not accounting for like 150 million dollars that that came out of Lonzo's investments and in personal savings. And so, so now, so yeah. I, I don't know if this is a big ruse to get. If this is just a smokescreen to get Lonzo to eventually sign a contract with like Nike, and this is like the excuse. See, this guy stole money from me. I can't be with the big baller brand. I, I don't know if this is a ruse to get rid of the big baller brand, or if if Levar Ball is just a tremendous dope with yeah. who he, what he says, and who he who he associates himself with. That this thing yeah. is that 150 million dollars is missing in this brand that no one cares about is. Struggling. I Can guess. I say that I hope somebody stole 150 million dollars from him? Because <laughs> I do. Yeah. So I, this this knowing Lavar and and his flair I'm for showmanship. They made that much. I. Me too. That's that, that's gross to me. Alan, you didn't you didn't it's buy America, a, baby. You didn't buy a 500 dollar pair of uh, tennis shoes, Alan. No, they were horrid. They were terrible. Do you wear basketball shoes? Do you have a pair of basketball shoes? Uh, no, I have like a uh, running shoes, I guess. Yeah. All right, athletic shoes. I don't know. They're all the same to me. Cross trainers, not yeah. not from the big baller brand. No, definitely not that. Yeah, okay. I'm also throwing on the boat anyone that has a problem with Bryce Harper's bat flip or any or, yeah, or, any, or, any, or any bat flip whatsoever. Thank you. So look. any bat flip ever, you can, yes. if you hit a home run, you can throw that thing into the stands. One of my look. favorites was that was that Jose Bautista one from yeah, years the, ago. The guy the just won a playoff the playoffs. Game. Right, People. right. Uh, it's an emotion. It's it's an emotional game. Like, Hello, like like like, like baseball. They, they they claim they have this marketing program. Well, this marketing problem. Well, one of the reasons why is they want all their players to act like complete robots. Right. So so that's one of their marketing issues right there. But look, Bryce Harper is getting booed out of a stadium that he he owned for the last six or seven years. Everyone hates him now, despite all that he did for the Nationals, including having an MVP season in two thousand and sixteen. He's getting booed out of the stadium. Everyone wants to see him fail. The, the guy crushes a home run. Like he's in t- <laughs> like oh, like one of only like ten people if, in the world could hit. If that were me, I'm riding that bat around the yeah. field like a horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's he, he's entitled. The guy's entitled to blow off a little steam at that point. And I think one of the most innocuous ways to blow off steam is just to do a little bat flip. Yeah. Like this includes players too. Like any any old timer, any fan, any player that has a problem. With Bryce breaking one of these stupid unwritten, unwritten rules, unwritten rules of baseball, it's it's just moronic. You know what and, they need to do? And they're going on the boat. Baseball needs to sort of adopt what the NFL 
got lax on and they're at in their end zone celebrations like they're like oh we'll let them dance baseball should say you guys when you hit a home run you do whatever the hell you want <laughs> like and there will be no repercussions you no one will throw at you there will be no that, I, nothing I, I, like I that didn't hear i don't know i didn't see the nats game today i'm not sure if bryce harper i didn't that's hear gonna that be, he was throwing i was gonna out, br- but, i was um, gonna bring that up do you think that leads to something that would be great. <laughs> Which I also hate. I I don't. I love the bat flips. I don't love when people throw at you because like you can actually really hurt somebody. You can yeah, maim someone. <laughs> I mean, I, why not? Come on, dance around the bases. You know, do a jig, do whatever. I mean, yeah, have gee, some fun. We, we don't know how to market our stars. Well, gee, I wonder why you can't market your stars. Like these are young hip. You know, some of these guys are young and hip guys. Like uh, Alex Bregman or something. I'm sure he could come up with some really cool thing to do if he right. hit a home run around the bases. Come I mean, on, I want to see that stuff. And, p- and part of the problem is everyone gets so sensitive to it because when it happens, everyone reacts yeah. to it. So that that yeah. sort of drives everyone back into their shell, and and the and the p and the PC police uh, right. come out. So I, I thought that bat flip was rather tame. It was. It didn't go high in the it, air. It was. He, yeah, he, it was he, just he, right. He, he threw just he, some torque. Yeah, you know, he, he threw the bat with a little extra emphasis. This is so. why. This is why he's great. And this is why they paid all that damn money for him. Yeah. Some of it. Yeah, the Phillies fans love him. Yeah, I mean, by the way, I mean, Washington, that could have been your yeah, bat flip. <laughs> exactly. I mean, say what you want to about it. I know a lot of people don't like him because of the way he plays or they think he's uh, whatever. I, I He's fantastic. Yeah, but He's just, great for the game. But just put yourself in his shoes. I mean, he played – he gave he gave 100% to that city for six or seven seasons, whatever, whatever the number is. Um, and now all of a sudden he's hated by this. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to enjoy that moment. If, if you, if you yes. crush it, crush a home run, just the, the human being inside of you wouldn't have it, wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly. So, Good point. Um, the other guy I'm throwing on the boat is Russell Wilson. So, Oh, what's going on with him? Is he like drawing well, out some negotiations? Or yeah. Something? He's like demanding that the Seahawks give him a new contract by April 15th, which is the reporting date for, for the off season program. But meanwhile, He's not. He's saying he's not going to hold out. He's not going to cause any uh, any waves. It's not a or, very good negotiation. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Russell Wilson. Give me money. I'm demanding a raise. Russell, and this is why he's going. But I'll keep showing up. But I'll be right here. He, he is the <laughs> nicest guy in the world, and also the easiest guy to hate in the world. Like he's I the can't stand uh, him. right. He's so fake. Everything about him is fake, including the stupid deadline of uh, pay, give me this contract. Go Hawks by by uh, April fifteenth. Yeah. It, it, it's a fake deadline because nothing is going to happen if, if, if the team if, if the team doesn't give him the new contract. Did he just sign it? He, he already got a decent no, he'll, deal. No, he'll, right? he'll be a free agent. He'll be a free agent at the end of the season, and he'll get someone's going to give him a crap load. Oh, he sure. might he, he'll, he might set the record for it's almost the contract like per year. That almost seems like Sierra was like, or is he still in a relationship with Sierra? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, like, they're, they're, married. Go, go, they're married. Go ask for a raise, and he was like, I don't really want to, but okay, <laughs> maybe <laughs> just just ask for one. It's like. Right. But it's okay if you don't. <laughs> like, so, so he's making these demands while sticking to his team first ma- mantra. Right. Like it, it, it continues this completely fake. We're yeah. going to try and go one and zero every Sunday uh, persona. Be like, careful, the, like, be careful, Greg. So there's some other teams around Frederick County that use that mantra too. Well, yeah, well, yes, <laughs> but but maybe but they're more genuine than Rus- than Russell Wilson is. Yeah. It, it, he's a totally fake person. Everything he says is lame and fake. <laughs> Um, so, so Russell Wilson, you 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 go on the You're boat. Totally so. lame and fake butt on the boat, right, buddy. Right, Russell Wilson, you are a very lame yeah, person. Right. <laughs> You're a you've led a trite and meaningless life. Well, he hasn't done that, but but he's but he, everything about him is unlikable. Do you think he resigns so. with the Seahawks? Uh. They, well, they would be stupid to, to, to let him go. I mean, go. they've babied I mean, him the last six years and basically destroyed their entire franchise at his behest. So, well, I mean, they have a year to get him under contract. But why? Why would? Why would they even wait? Why would they even let it get close? I mean, if, if they don't have yeah. him, I mean, who? I mean, they're relying on a rookie quarterback to come in there and set the world on fire. They got to. They, re- they have to resign him. I think he wants. I think he would probably want to be there too. Right. Yeah, I think he wants to stay, but. He, now he said a fake deadline uh, about. Haven't uh, we heard though? Hasn't like haven't people come out and said like some of the Legion of Boom guys after they've left talked about that he's. They that's what I said. They've they destroyed the whole franchise yeah. at his behest because he was babied. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Seen or to be seen. Um, jeez. There was a couple of things I 
had in mind. Oh, the one was uh, the John Oliver thing I sent you guys. So he. Um, yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't had a chance to see that yet. I'm, I'm interested in watching it. Yeah, he goes after the WWE. Uh, it's WrestleMania week. Right, right, rightfully so. Too. Is it this weekend? Yeah, it's Sunday. It's this Sunday. Weekend, yeah. yeah, I won't go too, too detail into that because I'm not up on it. But um, he's always really good. He he sheds light on how they treat their wrestlers, well, which I we mean, all know is really poorly. Yeah, I mean they don't have they don't provide health insurance. Yeah, 401k plans. Any benefits? They'll they'll pick up if something like happens to them in the ring, like someone tears and they'll pick up the medical expenses. It's not like they don't pay any medical expenses, but they they don't offer a plan. So for like sneezes, flus, cancer. The right, right. the the general gist of his story is that Vince McMahon continues to treat all of his all of his wrestlers as independent contractors. So they are essentially forced to sign a long-term contract if they want to be a professional wrestler because there is nowhere else to go. And Oliver's point is that at this at this point, it's time to take a look at that. And, you know, these they, they shouldn't be independent contractors. They should be considered employees the, the, and treated yeah. as such. The, the other ridiculous thing is they, except for the top stars, everyone has to pay their own travel expenses. Yeah. Like if you're, on a, if you're on a card, you have to pay your own way to get there, which is completely ridiculous. So yeah. for, for the guys that aren't the John Cena's and, and the Brock Lesnar's and the huge stars. So I yeah, mean, we work at a small newspaper and our, any business related travel expenses are, are picked up and covered as, as most as 99 percent of the businesses in the country operate that way but the wwe for some reason makes their performers pay their own way to the shows yep alan do you have a scene or two be seen i have i have three awesome so uh sticking with wwe it's wrestlemania week yes. so that is a to be seen i was at monday night raw on monday oh really so didn't nice know that scene. that was uh pretty awesome we had fantastic seats great down in the 100s where, is, where was this it's pretty great it was in dc yeah at, at Cap- capital, capital one. one yeah yeah um the the show was was awesome. It was a little bit of a disappointing ending, but it's fine. Uh, and the, show, then, the show was out of order. Yeah, uh, it, it, was, it seems it was weirdly yeah. weirdly put together. And then my my last one is uh, for for the, you guys uh, for the sports section here. I'm going to Shogun fights on Saturday. Yes, uh, which will be super fun. I'm really looking forward to it. There's three uh, Frederick fighters on the card, so that's, that's and we will have Alan will have a story in the sports section, uh, not this weekend but the following weekend about those gentlemen. Yeah. For all you wrestling-minded fans out there, what, what's your take on the WrestleMania card, Alan? Do you like it? Are you looking forward to it? Or uh, you know, I w- I've I've been planning since mid last year to go. Uh, looking at the card, I decided I don't really have an interest in being there. Yeah. Where where is it? Uh, New it's York. in New York. So I, you know, it's about as close as I, I think WrestleMania will get for a while. So I thought not like Colin driving to New Orleans uh, for WrestleMania. So I I thought, you know, it makes sense to go while it's close. Uh, But the card just really hasn't interested me. Um, It it could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot better. It's still to be seen if John Cena will be on the card. What I don't I don't follow wrestling, but John Cena's not going to be on in WrestleMania. He's been hurt and doing movies and stuff yeah, like that. So oh, okay. He's not not currently involved, although people are saying that he'll he be he there. and he was, didn't have a match going into last year's WrestleMania right. either. He he did wrestle the Undertaker. Yeah, but he was but, on um, like he was on TV in the weeks leading up. Everybody yeah. knew he would he would like, okay. like, like the, the storyline they went with was he's fighting to get a match at WrestleMania and it didn't happened for him so that they actually started the show last year by showing him in the crowd he had like had a beer in his hands yeah he was sitting with the fans so, so that's pretty cool he's not on the card uh there was a lot of talk that Ro- the rock would be on the card that's not happening uh one of the most intriguing wrestlers in, in my opinion who's a full-time guy is dean ambrose they, it sounds like he's leaving the company and so they've basically decided they're not going to keep him on the card um so a lot of the guys that i wanted to see aren't there if you're, if you're somebody like the rock why would you even want anything to do with the wwe anymore because like what i just mentioned just the way that they treat these guys well and the rock he's, he's gone off and made his made his way in the entertainment world as a movie star now and i, I think like one appearance for the rock would be like three million dollars though so, so that he just probably, he'll take that paycheck he'll take yeah. it plus he's well he's a guy all he's not paying his own travel like the, oh sure he, he's the top star so he's they'll pick the up all his any health related issue we got it any travel related issue we got it so so he, he can't relate to the guys that are most of the card that is doesn't have health insurance and is paying their own way to these shows. Yeah. So, um, and what I, do you got? And uh, also, at least I, they screwed up. 
for the first time, there's going to be a women's main event. The women, the women oh, right. are closing the show. Alan saw you. You were you were bucking for that a while ago, yeah. right? So that's yeah. Happening. But but they it shouldn't be. It's, it's going to be a triple threat match, which means there's three independent, right. three wrestlers in the match. They're all trying to win. There's no team, but there's three wrestlers in the match. It should just be a one on one match. But they felt compelled to put Charlotte Flair in the match. They so. have upped the stakes by putting a championship belt on Charlotte and Ronda Rousey, and the winner gets both belts. So it'll be like champ champ type what thing, the, which is pretty, what are the two So they belts? have two shows. They have Monday Night Raw oh, uh, and, okay. and SmackDown Live yeah, on Tuesdays. Yeah. So it's a Raw championship, a SmackDown gotcha. championship. Winner gets both, which is kind of cool. Ups the stakes yeah. a little bit. Makes the triple threat make a little bit more sense. But yeah. All right. Don't don't worry, everyone. We're not going to talk this much pro wrestling uh, every week. This is just in honor of uh, WrestleMania week. But um, I'm I'm going uh, scene, and that was the Virginia uh, Purdue game, which was yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> which, which was maybe the, the game of the tournament. Uh, for sure, I think Duke Duke UCF I think is a close second, but um, that was just trading haymakers in the second half there with Kyle Guy <laughs> and and Carson Edwards of Purdue yeah. it was like banking in three point oh, shots. Oh yeah, so it was, it was just a fun game to watch, and they were just going blow for blow. The ending to the game was crazy. Virginia was down two. And they had the ball like at their own three point line with like two seconds left in the game. The guy throws a pass to the to their to their big guy, <laughs> who somehow gets the ball out of his hands in time and, and, and makes the shot to send the game into overtime. Um, it, it was just a, it was just a ridiculous game and, and, and awesome to watch. That, so. And that was what spurred my text to you about like how skilled these kids are. The way that, that he was able to catch that ball and get and it out of his hands, get it out of his hands in a fluid motion. And he made the shot and, it was the most pressurized moment probably of his basketball career. And he's not a shooter. And too. he's not exactly. He's a big guy. Uh, it was just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, the, everything got off just in the nick of time there with with the pass. I mean, you have to know when to throw. Yeah, when to throw the ball, who to throw it to. I mean, they they barely pulled it off, but but they sent the game into overtime. And Carson Edwards is a under six foot guard, uh, but but he's he's tremendous to watch he yeah he was lights out shooting the entire tournament i think he broke seth curry's scoring record uh for or three-point record in the ncaa tournament so so it was just a great that, game yeah, to watch. that game was so good we were, we were watching it at uh, tgi fridays um i don't know how we ended up there long story <laughs> we were watching it at tgi fridays and and the the bar wasn't packed but there were you know it was there were people in it yeah. they were they were busy but you could tell about 90 percent of the people there did not go there to watch basketball. Yeah. They didn't care about the NCAA tournament. That game was so good by the end of it. Everybody. People were screaming at the television. 100% of the people were locked in watching that game, invested in it, which, like, you don't see that a lot. How busy was it there? Like, was it – it was a Sunday, right? It was Saturday. uh, Saturday. It was a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. Sorry. Saturday night, yeah. Okay. It's going to be busy just because it's Saturday. There's one thing in Fredericks that's always struck me, and it struck me – it hit me the last time Greg and I went out to dinner. We went to uh, get some Stike and Lub stuff. At Outback. At Outback on like a Tuesday night. Packed. We showed up there. It was packed. Like we didn't have to wait, but it was packed. And there are like thousands of restaurants, it seems like, in Frederick County. And it's like every time I go to one, it's jam-packed. Yeah, it's crazy how many people people live here. They they love to eat out here. Yeah, a lot of people live here, and and no one eats at home anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not a that's that's people are eating later and later. Mm -hmm. It seems like. Yep, that's true too. So, all right, anything else, boys? Before we sign off, I think that's it. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Just another sports podcast.